Wish my sound effects were working. <laughs> God. Hey, sports fans. It's Greg Medford, Medford Knife, MKTUSA, and ASK Knives. We've got a lot going on, but today, for our podcast, and here for YouTube, for a uh, kind of old-school live rip, I thought I would talk a little bit today about what's going on in the country. We've got lots of stuff to talk about, and we're usually busy off-camera talking about that stuff. But we don't spend a lot of time here at work talking about what's going on in our country. And that's because we're busy working. So what I do is I use this as some sort of cathartic expression to almost shake out the demons. I like to come online and chat with you guys, see if there's anybody like-minded out there watching. And uh, today we're going to talk about January 6th. We're seeing the biggest theater and shenanigan pulling we've seen in our lifetime. Now, I'm not going to talk about the election, okay? I think uh, everybody who who thinks it... I think there's a lot of people being sore losers. I think there's a lot of chicanery. Um, I don't know if the chicanery is enough to be determinative. Everybody says it is, but when I have long talks with them and I have them on here and I have people who are at the epicenter of all of this stuff going on with the election, I still don't get solid numbers from anybody. I just get big questions. And after long investigations, you need more than big questions still. And if all you have is big questions, then in the meantime, who's carrying around the football and who's managing, who's the commander-in-chief and who's managing the largest economy the planet's ever known? In the meantime, and in the meantime, we've elected one of the dumbest people who's ever been in the office in the Senate of the United States, Joe Biden. Joe Biden was considered a dullard by his peers for almost five decades before being elected as president from a great deal of dullards. Now, I have a... I, I, I have a a few different categories of folks who voted for him out there, and I'll talk about them after we cover what's going on in Washington. The theater, with them all lined up with their masks on, six feet away from each other, solemnly looking at us, holding a candle for the savage events of January 6th, where no cop was injured and where an American unarmed veteran was shot in the Capitol building by Scaredy Cat Capitol police scaredy cat capital police shot an unarmed person through a door i know you guys have seen the video and they're not releasing much else they're not releasing the foia is going to get us the freedom of information act is going to start getting us data at some point and we're going to find out there were not many people there and there wasn't too much damage and there wasn't much violence there was some some petty mayhem there was no fire. There were no weapons. A couple of broken windows. And as deplorable, as awful as it may seem to you guys who don't like Trump, how awful it is. What we're seeing now is a reaction. It's a collective. Uh, what we're seeing is an overreaction. We're seeing a victim mentality 
we're seeing who these people are. And the Liz Cheney's and her father, the Dick Cheney's, or well, whatever their relationship is, the Dick Cheney's of the world, the old uh, country club Republican set of Republicans, who are just aghast at what happened January 6th. Now, there's, there's two versions of what happened. The first version is a massive amount of people showed up at, uh, at a rally in Washington, D.C. at the end of an election. And it, it didn't go, that uh, didn't go everyone's way that was there. And a very, very, very small percentage of people were pissed about it and wanted to do something. Now, they didn't go get guns and they didn't get bombs and they, 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 they didn't organize. They just ran down to the building and ran through and taking selfies and throwing papers on the ground. And there were a couple of apparently Antifa people in the mix who broke some windows. There were also FBI plants who were in the group watching what was going on. And now every congressman can play their Brian Williams card. They were there. Since most of them haven't actually done much, and that would be most of them, you have exceptions to that. We've got Navy SEALs and Special Forces guys and former Marines. We've got people who volunteered and have done dangerous things around the world who end up in political prominence. But for the most part, it is a class of do-nothings. It really is a class of do-nothings. They went to the best schools. They got the best pedigrees. They made the best friends. They went to the best cocktail parties. They smiled the best. They shook hands the best. And they played the traditional political game the best. The one where I say whatever it takes to get elected so that the party that supports me and gives me my money to run will actually continue to support me so that when I get in, I owe them and they can control the game. And the most entitled empowered, overreaching, passive-aggressive, professional class of rubes who've ever walked planet Earth got a tiny taste just for a moment that they have to answer to somebody. Say what you will about January 6th. They screwed up uh, their defense of the Capitol when they did the Million Man March years ago, um, when they've done the Million Man March, the Million Biker March, the Million Black Man March, the Million White Man March, the Gay Pride Rally. No matter what's going on, there is always security. They review it, they put it in place, and they block off places that could be problematic. And they did none of that because it was an easy way to sit on your hands and do nothing. It's the emotional equivalent of defund the police. <laughs> when you get 500 Americans together, 500,000 Americans together, three or 400 of them are batshit crazy. And let's see what happens. We can blame it on Trump. Do you not think that's what happened? They were warned. They were warned by the White House. Make sure they had their defensive, uh, normal defensive tactics in place. And they didn't. Nobody wants to talk about that. They're equating... What happened on January 6th to Pearl Harbor and 9-11? That tells you the mentality of these people. That tells you their sense, their grandiose sense of self-importance. How dare any American hold us accountable? What those people did, I can't say whether it was good or bad. 
There was 200 Americans pissed off running through the Capitol building, waving their fists and yelling. You know what you do? You round up rebel rousers and you get them out of the building. Nobody was there with weapons. There was no shooting going on. The scaredy cat representatives and the scaredy cat senators and the scaredy cat Capitol Police shot an unarmed veteran civilian voicing her rage at the process. And you know what happened? Democracy goes on. The republic lives on. It didn't amount to a beer fart and a windstorm. And they're making a big deal out of it. It's the biggest thing ever. Because if you're Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, two of the most self-serving sons of bitches who have ever fucking served the United States, the people of the United States, if you're one of those two blood-sucking leeches, you want to be a part of something to validate that you're doing the good fight. And how else to do that? How else? What better way to do that than to make a false narrative that they were there to kill you and you felt like your life is in jeopardy and now you too, like Chris Kyle, are a hero. Everybody wants to be a hero. Our heroes, they say, our, our first responders are heroes. Our nurses are heroes. Doing your job is not heroic. It's doing your job. And these people want to be heroes. Now, I think what they're trying to do, I think it's very, very Machiavellian. It's very, very sinister. They're trying to paint a picture of an insurrection being led by Donald Trump and spurred on by Donald Trump so that they can then go to Congress since every initiative they bring forward fails or is being deemed unconstitutional by the Supreme Court. Everything the Biden, uh, the Biden-Harris administration Pelosi, Schumer, cabal gets worked out amongst the leftist politburos in Washington, D.C. Everything they work out is getting shot down. Everything they believe in is not believed by America. Everything they want to do is not supported. And their own party, not the least of which is Joe Manchin giving shade to at least 10 other senators who feel the same way, they can't even get it through their own party. Why? Because they're radical and they're unhinged. So now they're building a narrative so they don't have to deal with the second coming in 2024. They are getting ready to get their teeth kicked in and they're doubling down. Do you know if you're a Democrat, do you know how you win the House and the Senate? Do you know how you win them one year from now? I guess it's 11 months from now. Here's how you do it this year. Here's how you win the midterms. Stop fucking around with distractions and do the business of the people. How about this? How about put up a $1 trillion, which is a gigantic fucking bill, infrastructure bill that is just infrastructure? Be honest. Just be honest. Don't call it the infrastructure bill, of which only 8% is for infrastructure, and the rest is for distributive, wealth redistributive Marxist ideology and plans. Just do something honest. Quit lying. My mom came to me with a suggestion the other day. I've had other people come to me with a suggestion. Don't, what do you think, Greg? Do we need term limits? You know what's interesting? I don't want term limits. I'm against them. Now, I'm going to make my case, and I'll explain it to you, and I'll tell you why. I do not want the most 
serious political body running, steering, affecting my country and our massively important economy to the world ecosystem. I do not want it always being a class of new people. I want a class of experienced professional mentoring a middle class, mentoring a freshman class. I always want experienced and newbies. I want newbies to bring the zeal of youth. I want experienced people to bring the temperance and wisdom of age. The founding fathers knew this. Well, Greg, we can't do that because they're bought and sold and they're all corrupt. Enforce the laws we have. Hold them accountable. You want to save America? Start with accountability. I'll tell you who's accountable right now. They got a bunch of January 6th protesters who stepped over the line a little bit, and they've had them in jail, most of them without trials, for over a year. Why? They're trying to make mountains out of molehills. They're trying to make molehills into mountains so that they can go back to the House and Senate and Kamala Harris breaking the tie in the Senate. They want to unravel Trump running a second time. This is all about Trump. They can't even figure out how for it not to be about Trump. How do you know it's about Trump? Listen to the president's speech yesterday. He was fixated on Trump. How do we know it's about Trump? They're scared to death. They're they're quitting by the their dozens of them are quitting. Get me out of here. We're going to get our teeth kicked in. Any congressman who has a lick of goddamn sense is running for the hills right now. And then there's a group who's doubling down on this anti-Trump thing because they don't they didn't want to run against Trump. They ran they basically ran on COVID. They ran COVID against Trump last time. And you know, COVID's not going to get Biden. Biden's going to get Biden. Biden's as stupid. Biden's as stupid as he ever was. The only difference between him and Forrest Gump is Forrest Gump was always well-intentioned and was not cynical. Joe Biden is a scumbag. His son is a scumbag. I don't know anything about his dead son, but the one we know I'm talking about, he's a scumbag. The woman he's married to, she's a scumbag. How do I know she's a scumbag? Greg, how can you say that? Any of you out there who have somebody in your life who loves you, I don't care if it's a wife or a girlfriend or a parents you live with, who would let you in full-fledged dementia run for public office of the highest office in the land? If his wife loved him, she would have never let him do this. If his children loved him, they would have never let him do this. This guy doesn't know where he is half the time. Now, I'm sure they pop him up on some, I'm sure they've got some great medications to sharpen him up when they've got to roll him out like Weekend at Bernie's. They've got to roll him out like Weekend at Biden's. they got to roll him out on a two-wheeled cart with his sunglasses on, acting like he's Joe the fighter pilot who's never done a fucking thing. He's never done anything. He's never fixed any problem. They're fixated on this January 6th thing because they are already running the presidential election and you guys think it's about something else. So many people think it's about something else. This is about the 2024 election. I heard a guy who was the elected president of the United States on international stage yesterday basically saying he won, bragging about winning the election. 
that tells you what they're worried about. All you have to do is listen to your listen to your adversary and you find out what they're worried about. They're telling us. They don't care about infrastructure. They should have called it the save um well, I'd say save the babies, but Democrats don't actually want to save babies. Um we could call it the save the women bill. It it would have been the 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 um save the women an immigrant bill. It would have been more accurate to call it that to call it the infrastructure bill. They don't do anything honest. They're not accountable. And because they're not accountable, they can do whatever they want. And the problem with being unaccountable is after a while you start to think you're 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 owed it. So we're not seemingly able to hold them accountable right now. So instead of governing the country, Instead of building a platform to run on in an election, they're making up a story. And they're putting themselves at the center of it. It's like a child who goes to a baseball game and he thinks that the hitter is looking at him. Because the child is the center of his own little universe. He hasn't individuated yet. He thinks the game's there for them. That's the way they are. They think January 6th was about them. You got people like Ocasio-Cortez. She wasn't even in the Capitol building being interviewed feeling like she's a rape trauma survivor. I would suggest she actually go talk to a rape, rape trauma survivor and see if they have a real similar commonality there of experience. We don't need term limits, you guys. We need to throw people in jail. We don't need more laws about finance. We need to throw people in jail. I mostly don't break rules because I was raised to not break rules. And there are rules I want to break, and I don't break them because I'm worried about consequences. There are no consequences in Congress. None. The only consequence there ever is is that maybe they don't get elected again. And they've got the game rigged so that 80-some-odd percent of incumbents get elected, re-elected. There's, we're watching an insanity of our system that's broken. They spend the vast majority of their time passing bills naming roads, naming bridges, naming mountains, naming national monuments, naming buildings. It was interesting. I remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president. She'd been in the Senate, I don't know, eight years or whatever it was. She had co-sponsored three bills and sponsored two bills to name a highway in a building or some shit. That's what she got done as eight years as a senator. If you just look at their accomplishments of 12 years in the United States Senate and you see how many bills they sponsor and what they were, you can see senators and congressmen are as useless as... Uh, Tits on a mule. Absolutely ridiculous. So don't believe the hype, you guys. I don't, I don't believe it from either side. Either Biden got elected or the other guy didn't win by enough to overcome the messiness of the process. People say, oh, we should make the process tidier. I totally agree. But that's a whole nother discussion. In the meantime, we got a country to run.
These guys are fixated on January 6th. They talk about the heroic officers laid in state in the Capitol Rotunda who were not killed by the protesters. We now know is an aneurysm. Some kind of natural terminal malady with the person, with the officer who fell. It's going to fall from something, but it wasn't from a protester that day. Try as you may, try as you might. You can watch the videos. It doesn't look that violent until they're shot through a window, through a door, and, 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 and they shoot an unarmed civilian. We were burning down the country for the last three years. Antifa had the pass everywhere. Everybody in the news world was saying violence is necessary. Protest is part of the American way. But God forbid we do it where it matters. They're only allowed to protest when they're out here burning down their fellow citizens' businesses. They're only allowed to protest when they're out here shooting, killing, injuring, committing crime, hurting police officers, and destroying communities. Why? Because it's not in Washington. You want to torch New York? No problem. You want to torch Seattle? No problem. You want to torch Dallas, Atlanta, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Phoenix? Burn it to the fucking ground because that's democracy. Good on you, BLM. But God forbid people, God forbid 100 people walk into the Capitol building and demand stuff be done a certain way. God forbid. It's worth noting how many people died in 2019 and 2020 from the BLM riots around the nation. It's worth noting. It's worth noting how many people died at the Capitol. How many buildings were burnt down? Oh, wait a minute. There was a building burnt down. It was a church built down by anti-Trump protesters. We have to keep saying these facts out loud. The people crying victim and crying foul the most were in no danger. Stop it. We all know. Stop it. They're equating that to airplanes crashing into the buildings at 9-11 and killing thousands of our fellow Americans, starting us in two decades of war around the globe. They're equating January 6th to that. It's a lie. They're equating it to the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which got us into World War II. Do you guys see the delusion, the overinflated sense of self-importance? We don't need any more laws. We need accountability. And where are we going to get accountability from? Where, When are attorney generals... When is the last time a U.S. congressman or senator has been thrown in cuffs by an attorney general? Where are all my attorneys out there pressing? Where are all the judges out there pressing? Why aren't we pressing for accountability? How can we walk away from billions of dollars of military equipment in a de facto terrorist state like Afghanistan? Withdraw undermine our international currency of the good faith of the American people on no less than three or four absolutely critical, lethal, war-postured fronts of 
foreign diplomacy and international status quo. How can we walk out on that and hold no one accountable? How can we allow an administration to basically undermine the energy economy of our country? The color on the paintings in the room in which you sit, the color on the frames, the color on the walls, the color on the floor, the feel of your wooden door, the color on your car, the tires, the toothpaste, the hair uh, conditioner. Everything you touch was brought to you by energy. Now, we can't let liberal arts and politicians and, and liberal arts majors talk about science with us and tell us that we just need to start using another form of energy. That's like saying we need to breathe another form of air. It doesn't actually exist. And I'm all for it as soon as you whiz-bang it out of one of your labs. But we can't have bartenders from New York. We can't have people with public policy disagree, degrees from Washington, uh, from Washington University, from G-Dub. We can't have these people undermining our country without accountability. Where is the accountability? We need no more laws. We need accountability. There are laws for losing a billion dollars where you get in trouble. There are laws where if you lie, you get in trouble. There are laws where you perjure yourself, you go to jail. There's laws for all of this. They impeached Donald Trump for talking on the phone, supposedly, to Russians while he was the president-elect of the United States, mate, reaching out to, to uh, start establishing connections and giving our foreign counterparts some sense of the tack of an administration. It is legal. They impeached him for that. I want to repeat, they impeached Donald Trump for supposedly talking to the Russians to do what every president has done for the last 75 years based on a false story that they made up. And now it's there's not a single shred of talking about how the government issues a license for the Keystone Pipeline. It's licensed. The company invests billions of dollars in infrastructure, in easements, in property rights, in splitting off mineral rights, in getting the land prepped, in hiring the ploys, getting the steel ordered, getting the pipe delivered, to have these guys come in on a whim and pull the rug out from under a duly granted license. What separates us from the rest of the world is the rules are set in advance and the government has to follow the rules. The, the government's not following the rules anymore, and there's no accountability. No accountability. I know this accountability for you. You don't make your car payment, they're going to come take your car. You don't show up to work, they're going to fire you from your job. You don't make your house payment. They're going to take your house from you. You don't pay your credit card bills. Joe Joe Biden's been a really big advocate of credit card companies coming after you for years. He's been blocking all sorts of uh, uh, 
bankruptcy uh, consumer protection bills because he's been in the pocket of the banks for years who are all Delaware corporations from where he's from. (laughs) What happens when Congress abdicates its responsibility at the border? What happens when they make it so that people on the lower half of the income spectrum can't afford to drive to work or warm their house in the winter times. Is there any accountability for that? What happens when 2.3 million people come across the border from Mexico completely aided and abetted by the federal government's refusal to do its job, lack of law enforcement, and 8 out of 10 of them are infected with COVID and come here and spread it rampantly while they fire thousands and thousands of nurses from jobs because they won't get a vaccination who aren't sick who've maybe even had COVID and have antibodies. Does anybody see how we're living in fucking upside down land right now and that Joe Biden is the president of upside down land? I can't remember a time in modern history where a president has got on and acted the way he acted yesterday. It's kind of funny. Now, Trump did some stuff that was unpresidential. I'm not worked up about it. I think the thing with I think Biden's a puppet. Weekend at Bernie's, you know, it's weekend at Bernie's. He just still sort of has a heartbeat. What I'm, I'm, I'm flummoxed by, what I'm I'm disgusted by is all the Democrats standing holding a candle for the heroic officers fallen while saving their lives during the riots of January 6th, 2020. It looks like, looks like 50 pissed off people. I don't know. I can't see more than 50, maybe a hundred. There's not many people. They're making mountains out of molehills, and just so you know, they don't want... The, the, why are they having this reaction? How dare you question us? How dare you? This is sacred. We are sacred. We've heard this before, friends. Who else told us they were sacred? How dare you? We're sacred. The divine right of kings did. They said we rule over you because we are anointed. We are the chosen ones. We are God's representative on earth. And that's the way these people are acting. Not only that, it's the way they're talking. Strip back everything you know and just listen to them. They're a bunch of spoiled babies. They're making it out like they were, you know, you know what am you know what my opinion, stolen valor. They're trying to make it out like they were in the middle of a civil war, a battle. It was like Gettysburg or Vicksburg, Manassas, Yorktown, Bunker Hill, Iwo Jima, Okinawa, Normandy, Sep- uh, September, uh, what do you, uh, 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 the day to live in infamy, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, 9-11, Bullshit. Bullshit. All you have to do is look at the body count and you know it's bullshit. Bullshit. The the cops abdicated their responsibility. The D.C. police abdicated their responsibility. The House leadership abdicated its responsibility to report that there was security protocol abandoned for this rally. And it was to invite mayhem. 
Now, I'm going to ask you one final question before we leave today, before I step off and get back to my life. I want you to think about this just for a minute. Mark my words, they're going to put this back on Donald Trump like he tried to incite a riot. They want him to have incited insurrection so that they can in some way disqualify him for running again. It is the entire, it's the raison d'etre for this whole thing. But I want you to imagine if what they say is true. All Donald Trump incited the riot. Watch the video. You can see the video of everything he said. You don't have to guess. It's there. Go on YouTube. Type in Donald Trump um, uh, uh, January 6th speech. You can see everything he said. You can see his speakers before him. And and you go, oh, I I didn't really hear him say that. Then you say, well, he inferred it. Okay. I want you to imagine just for a minute if his intention was to overturn the election. Now, it doesn't matter that he has said repeatedly, No, I believe in revolution at the ballot box. He has said repeatedly, I believe in throwing the bums out at the ballot box. He has said repeatedly this kind of thing. It doesn't matter that he's said it. It doesn't matter. You can watch the speech and he doesn't say anything about taking over the Capitol building, committing any crime, being violent. I want you to imagine for one minute that Donald Trump stopped. He looked out across the sea of faces of Trumpers who showed up in Washington. I want you to imagine this for one minute. And he said, hey, everybody. Listen, this is what's happened. It's wrong. We have to save our country right now. Get a garbage can lid. Get what you've got. Go to your car. Get a tire iron. Meet me in two hours in the Capitol. Meet me over the next hour, and let's let them know they can't have our country, and let's take back America right now. Go get your tire irons. Can you imagine just for a moment what would have happened? They would have burned that town to the ground. He did nothing of the sort. A few rabble-rousers didn't throw a single Molotov cocktail, didn't have a single firearm. They didn't punch anybody to get in. They didn't break any doors to get in. They walked in. They yelled. They kicked over some garbage cans, broke some windows. I could quote Chris Cuomo. I could quote uh, that other, uh, the lesbian gal with the black hair, Rachel Maddow. I could quote her. I could quote Don Lemon or any of those other leftists in the mainstream media who are professional liars. I could quote any one of them who for the last two and a half years said, protest, even violent, is a valid part of civic discourse. It is important that power be spoken to and be heard. I just paraphrased a bunch of stuff they said. But I want you to imagine if, imagine if Donald Trump really was the guy they said he was. Imagine if he'd really asked us to do what he says, to do what they say he said. Can you imagine what would happen? That's how we know it's not true. Can you imagine... 100,000 guys like me and guys and gals like me in Washington being asked to do the unthinkable. Can you imagine what would happen? And then they left the barricades up for months. Why did they leave the barricades up for months? Anybody know? 
They were worried about the outcome of the election being made public. That's what they were worried about. They were worried about him making a social media call to arms for pitchforks and torches. They were worried about that. Why did they keep all those National Guardsmen sleeping on the ground in a parking lot? Because they're such good, respectful uh, uh, stewards of the American citizenship, the American citizenry. Just imagine. Well, that's my thing for today. I'm uh, I'm super annoyed. I think we need to, all of our friends, we need to say stop. Stop. Anybody we know who talks about it, you need to say stop. If they mention it, you need to click the channel. Go away. Stop. Not true. It's not true. Watch the video for yourself, folks. The press is mad that they're not in charge of giving us the information. The press is mad. There's a, a camera on every corner that's showing what's happened everywhere in real time. Can you imagine if we didn't have the drone footage from the Kenosha riots where people were being killed and injured and businesses burned to the ground and livelihoods destroyed? Democrats don't care about livelihoods. They'd rather have you shut down. Everywhere I go in my town, there are businesses shut down for lack of people. Says it right on the door. Three of the four lunch places I regularly go have been shut down for shortage of workers. Shortage of people. The first step is they write a bunch of rubber checks to the people to get them to stay home. The second step is they get you hooked on it. The third step is they undermine all of us little business owners who are the biggest employers in the world. Why do they undermine us? Because we are the ones who hold the line and pledge allegiance to the Constitution. Why do they want a federal mandate um, uh, uh, governing elections? So they can have federal police that enforce it. Why do they want that? So they can bring their federalism to the states and be in charge. It's not for clean elections. It's so they can run elections their way. It's not clean elections. The Clean Election Act, the Fair Election Act, the Let Black People Vote Act, as if black people don't know how to get a driver's license and make it to the voting poll anymore. Bunk. It's a lie. It's an absolute lie. So make a stink. Yell. Be a problem. Say bull. Call bullshit. They want federal police in charge. They don't want state and local law enforcement. Why? Because every person puts up their right hand and they swear to defend and uphold the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. And if you swear allegiance to the Constitution, you are not part of the party. You're not part of the Politburo. They can't quite control you. They don't like sheriffs because sheriffs answer to no one but the voters. All you have to do is look a little bit. When you look a little bit, Neo, you won't want to sit in the pod of jelly. You'll want to walk around here in the Nebuchadnezzar with the rest of us. Greg Medford, Medford Knife, MKTUSA, ASK Knives. I just thought I would vent a little bit, offer my perspective. I know a lot of you are like-minded. I hope you enjoyed. Make your comments. Check us out over at iTunes, The Greg Medford Show. Go to Spotify, The Greg Medford Show. You can go to uh, YouTube and watch it there. Of course, sometimes we don't do much live on here anymore. Here I am today doing it, though. All right, everybody. It's a republic if you can keep it.